0: Hi, hello, and welcome. My name is Luca Blackhill, a.k.a. Kim Katarja, and you're listening to... Why are you so fast? What? Why are you so... I'm not going fast! <laughs> this is the second time I'm doing this. I have... <laughs> Ready? all <laughs> over? No! I want to keep going! This is fun! I like this. I am a professional. <laughs> I am here with the wig that is always under my bed, stashed up. Miss Shayna Black, how what's are
1: you? up? That was the worst opening we've done yet.
0: I think that was the best opening we've done yet. <laughs> this is already
1: on track to be like bonus episode quality.
0: <laughs> mm. So today, I want to um, I want to talk about being black, just lying. Um, But I do want to talk about like the the many ways the African American person of color who is also a creative um, suffers not suffers I just goes through the triumphs and tribulations of underlying racism as far as us creative people are concerned and very often than not I tend to be the token black creative in a lot of situations um, and what does this have to do with drag you ask um, A lot of the times, I tend to be the only black person in a drag show or a burlesque show. Here in Cleveland. Here in Cleveland, yeah. And, or, I end up, like, it's me and, like, two other people end up, like, seeing each other at every single drag show that we do because we are... The The only. The only, basically, you know? Um, I remember before I started doing drag, I would see, um, like, the same three girls... It was Akasha, who was on season one of RuPaul's Drag Race, who was also from here. I believe she's from Columbus, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Sasha Mizrahi, who was a Cleveland girl. She was uh, one of the big girls at Bounce. And uh, Cardi Red Diamond. R.I.P. Bounce. R.I.P. Bounce. Um, she was a drag queen, really uh, known for doing stuff at, B- um, at Bounce as well. And so you have these three, and you would see them all the time on, like, different... and like. Every once in a while, Daniel Vasquez. Every once in a while, Angelica Arquette, Everyone And, like, you will see these same three on every flyer, every poster. And it wasn't even for, like, Bounce shows. Because they, they were, that like, Bounce was their, was their home. Um, excluding Akasha, I believe. But, like, Bounce was their home. But, like, every time. And so I made it a pact to not be one of those girls. Like, I, if I was going to do drag, I was like, I can't be the same, like, blah, blah, blah. Girl. I
1: feel like you're on every flyer. I am. You and Dakota
0: are yeah, on every it's flyer me and I've Dakota. seen. Hello. Because, you know, with like, you know, the generations, you have cycles and generations of queens.
1: But you're the Cleveland. hot queen, you're the hot black queen right exactly. now. Isn't that awesome?
0: It's it's awesome, but and it also and I've also seen a lot more baby black queens like I can't There was not that many those many queens when I started. Right, but because of you. Exactly. And Dakota. Yeah, and so, like, first of all, Dakota's not from here. But she is here now. That's what I'm saying, she is here now. And so, me and her, we didn't, like, start drag at the same time, but we started, like, performing around the same time. She performed in a a couple other places before, like, I came along with her. Um, And it's not like, I mean, we're cool, we don't talk every day, but we definitely share the memes, we're we're good sisters. Um, But, like... Yeah, on a lot of the posters it's me Dakota, me and Dakota, me or Dakota like she's I have her for my show. I mean you posted this thing here in the studio it's me and Dakota. is you and Dakota. Yeah. Um and it's because like yes we're those hot black queens and there's other black queens that are like maybe not as local to Cleveland, um, but they're here and you know, a lot of the times people Especially white people and white passing people, they like to put a lot of their friends, or just people. This, for this instance, they like to put people in general, people in general um, who are producers and like to like make shows. They choose and pick and choose their friends right. first, because Dragon Cleveland does not pay a lot. And so when you're putting together a show, you want that show to be good and you want people to come and pay for it. But you always have that backup that if they do not pay for that, and if they don't come, to, if people don't come to see that show and give you money for that show, you want your friends to be in that show because then you can pay them less. Right. And pay yourself more. Right. Or not pay them at all because exactly. they're your friends
1: and they're just helping you out.
0: Exactly. So with that being the case, and like, you know, they'll like just do the show for tips or whatever. Right. And so with that being the case you see you are the company that you keep and if you are around white passing or Caucasian people or whatnot, you put that in your show because those are your friends you know right. what I mean and so that's how you have you know all of these shows with a thousand and one white people and then like the token two or three black people so let me ask this because Mm -hmm. i think
1: part of it is you cast what you know you cast what you
0: what you are Mm -hmm.
1: so you know when you cast if you had a plethora of black queens to choose from Mm -hmm. you wouldn't necessarily think to make sure that you had token white person exactly
0: well i don't think that in general right so you cast you cast what exactly you know
1: your your people that you know need a spot on the stage you're like
0: let's give them a shot well if not even like yes cast what you know but i also know that it was african-american latino queer people in like underground new york who were doing vogue battles weird dingy warehouses And flopping all over floors and posing boots the house down for us to even have drag in the first place. So
1: let's discuss that. Because you've unpacked that when you were on my show. Yes. But you've not unpacked that yet on this show.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, or like I want to say mid-80s. Yeah, I would say 80s, 90s. Yeah, 80s, 90s. Um, There was this wave of um, this younger generation that was like, Wild and crazy, but in a different, um, semi-controlled manner. And they were called Club Kids. Mm -hmm. They were where art meets music. Right. And so it was this weird creative mash of um, making trends that fit a certain community. And that's where you had um, a lot of the queer folk um like coming up with like dressing up to go out mm-hmm. like that was a big thing as well like you right. all you like obviously you, you know dress up to to party or whatever but these were it it would imagine like a costume party but to the thousands right. like right. it was it was big and so there's this guy benny ninja if you've ever seen I, they have it on netflix now it's called um paris is burning but okay. if you haven't seen it go see it watch it understand a lot more um just watching posts isn't enough people anyways um i was getting ready to start that this week yes oh oh me too well here's the thing i got hulu i know you sponsor us and i don't have netflix anymore so i can netflix
1: sponsor us so he can watch the show exactly
0: hello give me that free money actually no i we don't, do want not, we don't want a sponsor from we don't want the sponsor from netflix because netflix does not show the, the viewing, how many people view, and like of a show. So therefore, their people, like their actors and stuff, can't ask for more money. Mm. Have you? Did you know that?
1: No.
0: I, yeah, they like hide all of their stuff. Whatever. I, I Like in my brain, I think it's like this big ass tank vault situation. But they hide that information so their actors and actresses don't know how, how do popular you know the show are. I did a bunch of research. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's cute. Anyways. Onward. Onward and forthward. I... Yeah. Forward. Yeah, gaily forward. Gaily forward. Gaily forward. Instead of saying straight, let's say gaily forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I do that now. Yeah. It's so hard it. to say, like, right? I hate
1: Because people are like, what is your problem? And I'm like, oh, sorry. Podcast. <laughs> Bad guy. Not on the show right now. <laughs> sorry. Excuse
0: me. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I'm like, can you please go straight? I'm like, you mean gaily forward? Yes. Um, onward. Onward and forthward. Um, so yeah, I. Started getting into, started watching stuff like that, but it's uh, this guy named Benny Ninja who Mm -hmm. really started the underground ballroom scene and what it is today. And he started doing some poses out of the Vogue magazine. And, you know, I mean, I'm very oversimplifying this, but, you know, cut to putting that to house music. Mm -hmm. Um, Very, as I should say, very detached house music. Because it's house music, and then there is voguing house music which are two very it's like voguing house music is very deconstructed it's more so about the beats and the counts that you hit on when you're doing stuff like this when you're doing voguing excuse me with that whole scene there was you know groups of people and it was not so much of clicks as you would think like oh fuck you or better than you. It was more so just, like, a big family, but they all had their, like, you know, separate situations going on, and they would call them houses. Right. Um, and those houses, they would compete. And so it's like the Olympics of drag, or, like, Olympics of being a queer person, really. Um, and so they would have these different categories, like... Um, Butch femme realness, or um, like uh, femme woman realness, and all this, all of these things, um, to really signify your niche and your spot in the LGBT culture. So, um, you know, they had like Butch Queen, which is looking like a boy but still voguing in battles, right. being very feminine. Um, and then you had, like, you know, passable daytime drag. Then you had your runways, um, and you would runway as whatever, um, they gave you. Then you had like, the hand performance, which you, like, put on a different color or, like, different gloves or whatever that were sparkling. You sat in the chair and you only vogued with your hands. And so it's, like, this... So that's where drag stems from. Like, in its culture, it stemmed from those African-American... Black, you know, Latino, Latina, excuse me, um, club kids, per, like club kids, um, and then it started with everything. How it does, it gets whitewashed, um, and Is that's this not the nece- Madonna <clears throat> Vogue intertext. Exactly, so it's like you have. There's this musical Rent, um, and there's this. Uh,
1: I like how you say like we don't know. About... I some
0: people don't know what rent is. But if you
1: listen to the show, um, we know you've been in it, exactly, and
0: we know rent. I thought um So there is this part in uh, in Rent after Angel dies and they go to his funeral. Um, Maureen has the line of um, Angel will make something out of nothing, and it become and then um, you look up one day and it becomes in next May's Vogue. Wow. And that's what they. Did like right. that's what like especially I mean now even um, there's so many um, hints of plagiarism and um, picking and piecing together from a culture or from um, a certain trend or um, something that's happening within a culture or a subculture and so Vogue by Madonna mm-hmm. um, surprisingly by a white woman um, making it mainstream mainstream and really dumbing it down of what it is to be um, a part of ballroom culture and so I mean it's a, it's iconic because to the world that was the first time ever um, someone seeing someone Vogue and right. like someone seeing this and being into and listening to like the type of music and the way it was structured um, and it was breathtaking to watch because I mean even now as a queer person like it's a good, fa- like it stands alone. Like it's a good video. Yeah, it's very absolutely. iconic, um, especially for its time. Um, but Kevin Aviance was already doing songs like that. Right. That whole song, um, I don't know if you hear like that, um, it's like shake it, shake it. And it's like dim da da, dim da da. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Aviance already did that. That's where it was taken from. But if you listen to that song, the person in that song says he doesn't, doesn't. like fags. In the song? In the song. It's like, it's, it's, and also him as a person... Right. ...doesn't like gay people. But you took that from a queer person. Right. So it's like, come on now. <laughs> you can't take from us and just Right. Say it. Well, they, people do. People do. People do. Um, and so... They're so they're called culture thieves. Culture thieves. I cannot stand. But right. um, to that, recently... Um, don't steal our podcast. Don't steal our podcast. Please. It's all I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but recently, um, over the past moments of me doing drag, I, going back to the bounce days, I've always like wanted to not be one of those girls that were like just stagnant. And so I made it a pact to... Um, I was working... At this, I was doing shows at this bar frequently, but I was always trying to get a booking elsewhere. Right. Um, and like trying to find another home for POC queens um, and entertainers in general just to do their art. And I started noticing that yes, POCs will perform, but POCs wouldn't show up to watch the show. And I don't necessarily know why that is, and I'm still kind of perplexed on that. So let me answer, let
1: me partially answer that. Mm-hmm. So until Bella reached out to me, like I wouldn't have even known that existed in Cleveland, and I pride myself on knowing all things that mm-hmm. exist and happen in Cleveland, especially for African American people, for Black right. folks. So, when Bella called me last year before the Caramel Review, and we have um, just some common friends. And so, like, friend to friend, like, hey, you should know Shayna. Shayna, she calls, like, hey, we're doing this thing. It's called the Caramel Review. And so, she starts saying all the things that Bella says. You know, right. oh, it's POC, body positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, we have drag queens and drag kings and burlesque and boylesque. And, mm-hmm. and the more she's telling me, I'm like, I don't know what any of that is is exactly, but from her conversation and her urgency of why it's important to do it I knew that black girl needed to do it right and so like that was my first ever burlesque performance this and I saw I didn't even know it was happening in Cleveland so the idea of why don't we show up you know outside of the culture you don't know it exists right and so mm-hmm. when I got there to the show, I brought a friend who, um, she's on the LGBT spectrum. Mm-hmm. She was like slowly easing her way in there, I guess, and we just didn't know what to expect. Right. But now, as the second year is rolling around or has just passed, because I don't know when this is going to air, as we never do.
0: Yes, we never do.
1: Just the idea that, like I know, and now I'm telling other people, so I think it's going right. to grow. But I, I always say the LGBT community mirrors the black community because mm-hmm. we get the same kind of questions from people that are not part of the community right so a black girl in CLE we get a well, lot of can we come to this I'm not black but can I and I think that's kind of the same thing there in some spaces yeah. not the same so, yeah totally, but- so yeah
0: I was just talking about this to a, a friend and we were discussing because um, I am producing this show I'm um, one of the co- co- co-producer or produced, wherever this comes out. Well, it won't be out this weekend. Um, yeah. so. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I produced this show. Um, and so with that being said, I've gotten so many DMs and like instant messages about, Um, I'm not a POC person, but I would like to come or I would like to... Like, yeah, buy is it okay? Yeah. And... As long as you're an ally and you're coming with good intentions. Right. And yes, so As long as you're not a jerk. Come. That's what exactly. I Exactly. As long as you're not a jerk. Exactly. So, um.
1: But I often push back and say, you know, thank you for asking, but understand that when you can have the conversation. Yeah. We don't get the option to say, can we come? Because there's no other place to go. Exactly. I see your grocery store is brand new and there's a lot of white people there. Can mm-hmm. we shop there? Like, we don't have a choice. Exactly. So that's always the, I kind of always like to highlight that piece of privilege. Yeah. yeah. You
0: know it's um and i i don't want to like and i stop listening to like or stop responding to those people um because it's yes it's that i just don't um if you have to ask i find that to kind of be a problem because if you have to ask if this is a space for you not only is that a sense of privilege but it's also for me it questions your character because if you don't know if you belong there, not only do you, one, not know yourself enough to know where you belong or know where you stay, but you also need to if you look at this flyer if you look like, if you read the bio and like what it says about the show and the description of the show if you are already asking questions about it, it's probably not for you sis I think it might be,
1: I just think that like I always say, when people ask us about Black Girl and CLE events, yeah. and that's why we always often say open to all. Yeah. Because we get so many questions, but you know, the the thought process is, you know, I say we're not dropping Black Panther secrets there. Exactly. Like we're not militarizing or we're ready to take on revolution. Right. And so
0: yes, you. Well, that's out. what that's what I'm saying. Like if you have to ask about that, then what are you what are you apprehensive about that you're going to be subjected to? Well, no, I think it's. Or
1: is it just a space? Like, we talked about in a past episode, Mm -hmm. the two Prides.
0: Yeah.
1: And so Pride in the CLE has been very city and family friendly. But you also talked about Pride Cleveland, where you're like, and you even mentioned that, so now we got to make sure you mention it. Mm -hmm. You even mentioned that when you were seeing the allies, you're like, what are you guys doing here? It's our party. Right. So it's that same kind of question. Yeah, well, and so
0: it's, I feel like that's more so up to the person themselves to figure out if they're an ally or if they're just coming to see a spectacle.
1: I agree with that. But even like back to our pride analogy,
0: Yeah,
1: I'll go to pride in, in the cleave, but I also feel that pride was your party. Right. Like. There was nothing for me, a straight to do and Pride. Right. but just walk around and watch you guys
0: party Right.
1: and be like, "Yay!"
0: Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't wanna, I don't want it to be a, So, if you're coming to be an ally, that also means that you have to put in, Absolutely. like, if even if it's the bare minimum, like, you still have to do something, and, not just watch exactly, and not and, just yeah, watch and be a spectator or you know just mock the whole. And that's why I'm saying, like, if there's something that you feel weird about doing then just don't do it because i don't want to sit there and ask you like hey can i come to this do you feel okay yeah yeah. do you feel okay if i come to this because if that's the question then that means that i'm coming with intentions that may or may not fit that space right and that's yeah that's that's what i because that also goes into knowing where you're performing All the shows that I've done, all the shows that i produce, all the shows that I've been in, I have to, as a drag queen, you have, as an entertainer in general, you have to know where you're performing. Um, Definitely take chances on new spaces, but also understand that, like, it may not always become the the best space in the world. My friend, um, she's a photographer, and she did a show um, at this, like, local bar downtown, um, and she, like, did this art. Like night glow show and it was cute. E- like many of people were there, it was packed. Like when I tell you, like you could not move in that space. Like right. not even bust a move. And people were like, I was one of the uh, people that were painting on other people. Like it was a cute show. She left there with so much less money than I thought she was going to leave there because they didn't support. They didn't. No, no, no. They supported. They don't. They they donated to her. Okay. But the club, the bar itself took that money and they Uh, were all ran by Caucasian people right and I'm not saying that Caucasian people are bad but that's like one incentive to say like you have to know your space especially if it's not African American people even if it is there's also or know what you're giving up yeah know what you're giving up know what you're risking I think that's the biggest thing because when I started drag I did not know there was a part there was a moment where I didn't have um place to stay right but I did not know that drag was not sustainable mm. and as drag queens as it, and then speaking to all people who want to be a drag queen I don't care like I call all drag queens under two years baby queens right. I am under two years I am a baby queen myself you're growing um, up though I'm going I'm growing up you're like an elementary queen <laughs> I am an, I'm I'm an elementary like a I kindergarten go, I got sixth grade you sixth grade now sixth grade okay um and uh we learned how to apply lashes and <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mom, look, I got lashes. We share lashes. Uh, and stuff.
0: Oh my god, no! show lashes. I got. I st- meant resources. A, my friend got a style on his eye, and I was like, "Please don't. That's disgusting." Anyways,
1: like you. Okay, never mind. No, me. not me.
0: He didn't. I'm saying you. Me. I
1: just saying like oh. somebody had worn the lashes and said he yeah. used my lashes.
0: Yeah, and I was like, I don't want those lashes. Something like a bad eye. idea, but okay. Like, That's nasty. Anyways, onward. On one fault. Um <laughs> So yeah, so I um. I had to understand like what I was what I was risking to do this because if you're going to be a drag queen in Cleveland you gotta work ten times harder than the drag queens have to do in a New York right in drag queens in New York in Chicago in Detroit even like drag shows ha- Pittsburgh also as well every single night drag show every single morning drag show there's a whole I think there used to be a there used to be a diner um, i think it was like lee Wa- something it was something it was a diner in new york and they had drag queen servers nice and they would dress up like throughout the day and whatever and clock in and they would like serve and then the backspace they would have drag shows all day making the monies like a drag queen in new york can go to a show at like do a drag brunch do two drag brunches like sleep for however many whatevers and then do a show at ten, go to the next show at eleven, do that show at eleven thirty, and non stop doing shows until four in the morning. Right. So I was like, ooh, that's gonna be my life. I did not do my research. I knew the clubs that I wanted to be in, but I didn't do the enough research to know that that's one, not, not how that works here. Right. And two, we don't have the nightlife for it. Right. Especially in Cleveland. And not speaking of Akron or whatnot, but we just don't have the places here to do that. And, and we don't have, we have LGBT friendly spaces. Right. We don't have LGBT friendly bars a lot of the time. Right. So we have a good couple of places that are LGBT friendly, but they're not gay centric bars. Right they are places that are friendly to them but like you know you're not gonna go to the five o'clock lounge which is where I do black mass you're not gonna go to the five o'clock lounge and you know on a Tuesday on a Tuesday and be in like expect you know to have your crowd there right or your scene maybe the hawk but um, even
1: you know, Cleveland's not a go out every night city. Exactly. No, I, I don't at all. I, I would assume Akron's not it's either. A
0: maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
1: Right. May be, and maybe and Saturday it, yeah. it gets questionable because yeah. usually by Saturday we're a little tired.
0: Exactly. So
1: that's why we always have events like Thursday, Friday. Yep. And then Saturday is just like mm, for you young people about. that yeah. are still Yeah. You know, you, you young twenty one year olds yeah. that can still hit the clubs, but us older folks are like, eh, I went out Thursday, I went out Friday. Yeah. I'm good.
0: I, I mean, I've been doing some stuff with, um, I've been priding myself on trying to make this drag community a lot more diverse. I've been trying my best. I know um, I can't, you know, you can't always do it by yourself, but I've also been under the impression, um... Cause you know you want to work with people who are like you, mm-hmm. um, who black,
1: and you're comfortable
0: with, and yeah, that you know. Exactly. So even if
1: you weren't black or white, if you had a, exactly. a cool white friend, yeah, you would be like you're on board, exactly. Cause you know that they not on no stupid stuff. Exactly.
0: And so I've been I've been you know trying to go down that road and stuff, and it's been um, a crazy situation, but it's been really good. Like really, it's presenting itself in a very positive manner. Um, I am known. <laughs> I am known for the drag queen who likes to yell at white people at drag are shows. You? Anytime I host, I always pick out that one drunk Betty, and I go in. And it's not disrespectful. It's very, very. I gotcha, I got you. Very I've funny. never seen you host. Um, yes, I've always it's, seen you perform. It's li- so. It's so much fun. I love hosting so much. And um, people say, like, be a comedian, but comedian and in, com- comedy and improv are two different things. Right. Anyways, on we forward. Um, <clears throat> You could be the comedy drag queen. It's a whole new niche for you. That's been done though. I mean, obviously, it hasn't been done by a black woman before, except for if you're Eddie Murphy, Tyler Perry. But they're not. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Hello. Fair Hello. I was like <laughs> you not. I was like, eh. what, what, what was that? Gotcha. Um, so. But you're
1: not a fat black woman.
0: Excuse me. These thighs are though. No, no. Ooh.
1: You look like you shaped like Medea. You're right. Okay. You're right. I Onward. I'm hungry a lot. Yeah. Um,
0: so uh, but with that being said, this is not just a target of like white passing or white people. This is also black people as well. Because you have those African American people. There's a saying, and I say this all the time all kinfolk, all skin folk and kinfolk. Like right. everybody who looks like you doesn't have the same like mentality, doesn't have the same drive doesn't have the you know the the same whereabouts as other per, or other persons and people there's this black drag queen and i won't name her name but there's this black drag queen who um she has black parents they're very accepting um <clears throat> and she's super young uh, about like 19 ish i would say okay um and she is an okay drag queen. She's not that good. There's nothing to rave about like she's cool. Okay. Um her makeup looks like another drag queen's makeup. Like but that's what you expect from baby queens. Like right, right. they don't know their own, their their own things yet. Like when I was starting out I would do like just random shit because like meh. Um and so she continues to put herself out there in these in and have these situations where she is Becoming somewhat of a target um, to the Caucasians because, thank you, um, because she is becoming the token. Mm. And she noticed that Uh. this is a thing. And so she blasted everyone on Facebook. She tagged everyone and was like, she didn't cuss them out, but in my black representation, she was like, "Bitch, bitch, 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 bitch. And so, and one of the persons that she was working with that was like getting her to be in all these shows was black. Mm. And so that's, and she felt really hurt because she was noticing that instead of the other girl, she was being targeted to be the token. And the other girl, like, was putting her on all these shows, but wasn't in those shows herself. And she was leaving down the, you know, she was coming, like, doing shows here in Cleveland. Right. And the other girl was in Akron. And so she's like, bitch, no, hello? Like, you can't do this to me. This is super disrespectful. Blah, blah, blah. And so she, the other girl called herself being, like, a producer or whatever. And so she was paying her money to put her in these... Anyways, it's a whole black-ass mess. But it. coming down to it all, it's like, you have to understand that like when you do this, not only are you risking a lot, but you are also like putting yourself out there to fall a lot and fail a lot. Right. And so especially when it's something like drag, it's an extension, physically an extension of you. So you're with fi- that really be- literally
1: putting yourself out there.
0: Exactly. So not only are you putting yourself out there as a, you know, performer, but you as a person. And so you kind of have to find that professionalism in your personal life as well and how does that differentiate and how does that like mix up and get twisted and be in like and get insane because i know as a black man i'm like yes all about the culture and when i'm in drag i am also yes all about the culture right there cannot i won't put myself in that situation where there needs to be a dissonance because it shouldn't be that way right if i can make it As a black man doing theater and whatnot, I can definitely make it as a black woman doing drag. Right. So, but there's always going to, there's, and there's also so many different conflicts that I run into. Like, do you know how many people, how many cops have stopped me because they thought I was hooking and prostituting? That's nothing that I had to deal with when I'm just walking her down the street as a guy. Right. And so like there are these things I have to like realize that are a little bit different and I have to kind of train myself and put myself in these modes to protect myself. And so when it comes to my artistry, I just can't be out here shelling out, you know, a drag show and a drag show and a drag show and a drag show. And putting myself out there and not receiving anything positive back. Absolutely. With and it's just money. Like money is great and all, and they can pay my bills and make me feel hella happy. But that's not going to stick for me. No, that's not why you do it. Exactly. Um, with that being said, because I like to rebel a lot and like call like people out a lot of the time. Um, so let's let's turn it over to one of my wigs, Shayna. <laughs> what what did, what? happened recently? I want to know good old black girl so we'll say it was recently we mm-hmm.
1: don't know if it was recently or yeah, months yeah. ago
0: it may be months ago who knows who knows when you're getting this <laughs> <laughs> a so little ASMR get... never heard so, nobody so
1: yes Um so you... I get that with the whole tokenism yep. piece mm-hmm. and so let me just say that I have probably always been the token in life so being the token is not new for me Mm -hmm. and i've maneuvered i've I've found ways to work within the token system to get things that most people can't because if you're the only token people will give you more stuff because they need you there they need Mm -hmm. you there more than you necessarily need to be there exactly so if you go to a you know a job and you're the only black person and they're actually trying to get the credit for having the black person they need you more than you need that job exactly so you can ask for more stuff but within Black Girl and CLE, we often get the same kind of things that you were talking about. Um, oh, I was going to read your writing, but I'm not black. I didn't know if I could. Girl, and I'm like, it's on a website. You can like, mix
0: me with all of that bullshit. Right.
1: So that's why you see that Instagram post, like, just read our stuff, buy our tickets. Like, exactly. that's all I need you to do. If, as long as you cool being around black people, you know, I don't have a no problem with yeah. you. And it's for whomever. You know, I was going to come, I was going to join your group, but I wasn't sure because I'm not a black person. Whatever. And then the other thing is, like, my last name is Black. So, really, it's, like, Shayna Black. Exactly. Girl. Like, what are we doing here? If my last name was Green, it'd be Green in the city. You not gonna come? Hello. So, you know, we are at a point where there's a lot of people that are bloggers, and they're paying, like, $300 and up to, like, mm. attend an event. So, Hello. you get these emails, like, hi, we'd love for you to cover blah, 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 so-and-so mm. happening in Cleveland. This right. great thing, this grand opening. Mm-hmm. And they're pay- paying these bloggers 300 and up to show up so then when they call me, it's like, well, we're going to let you come for free. Oh. Right. And so after a few Ooh. times of that, I'm like, but it's a $300 value. And I'm like, well, your value, though, is not really value. It's, value is perceived. Right. So if I didn't really want to go in the first place, it's not worth $300 to me when I could be home watching Netflix or wow. Hulu, who needs to sponsor us. Sponsor us, please. Right. Hello. So... You know, like, you're asking me to come work for what you perceive as value. Right. And so we had a, one award, one show, and I'm just like, I'm not feeling... They sent me all the pictures. Write the post. You can use any of our pictures. And they sent me about 100 pictures to use in the pre-event stuff. Right. And not a single black person was in any of them.
0: Mm. I couldn't even
1: black and white them to maybe make you think that they were ethnic. Like, yeah. you could tell they were all, like... Caucasian. Yes. Carcassion. Super straight hair, like, true Beckys. Girl... Right. right, so yeah. there was nothing I could do with that. So then the idea was number one: you don't want. To pay <laughs> Did it.
0: you say black and white them to make them? Laugh?
1: Yes, because I know I know. <laughs> a, I just got. The... I know <laughs> a social media account that uses black and white photos, just because then you can't tell if they're you know maybe there oh. might be Puerto Rican really fair, but if my hair's a little fuzzy. You think I'm cute. black? Yeah. So people go black and white so mm-hmm. that you can't see shades or right. you know oh they're all darks whatever that is right maybe they're Indian or whatever that is so. Like, there was nothing I could do with that. And I'm like, hmm, if I go, I'll be the black person there, Mm -hmm. which means the camera's coming. If you're the only black person in some place, you know that the camera's Mm -hmm. coming to you. But then you wanted me to get my readers to go. I can't convince. I didn't feel comfortable convincing my readers to spend $150 a ticket to be the only black person. And you only gave me a free ticket. Exactly.
0: Hello? Right. Mm-mm.
1: And it had it been a day I wouldn't drive, and like that's a bus. I'm still paying exactly. for bus fare. Hello. So I'm losing money coming to your event. You better shell out that money to me. Right. Okay. So that was kind of the whole thing of I know that you all pay these folks, mm-hmm. and then you ask us to show up so that you have
0: the diversity check mark. Yeah. I mean, and so switching over to the to the black to the black side, um, you know, African American people have this thing where they like to be pro black. And all about the black people. Yes. But if you're black and something. Yeah. Mm, we don't like that. We don't like her. No. It's black and LGBT, black and pro mental or like, you know, pro mental health. It's just yep a whole thing, a whole black ass mess. That's what that is. And so I'm. I'm... But, you know, and let's let's pause on that mm-hmm. because I'm trying to think of who is not
1: black and. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Minus your machismo black mm-hmm. male, your toxic black man. Mm-hmm. You know, even black women will catch that from a black man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and black women give it back to black men. Right. So we're all black and I feel I feel something. like
0: it's a standardized, like, there's there has to be some limit to It is. And. It's
1: the, like, middle class, yeah. like, picture perfect yes. person.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, so when it's, I... We call it the Matrix. A friend of mine, we call it the Matrix. Like, yeah. you get to fit into the Matrix. Yes. And so, like, even that, like, my, um, a lot of my family is like, yeah, we're cool with you doing your things, whatever. Like, fuck it. We'll come see your shows. Um, but, you know, at, a, at one point, my mom was like, no, I will never come do that, blah, blah, And, it's even, it's, that's just weird within itself because, I was the same person yesterday before I came out to you than I am today. Right. The only so difference child. is I just came out. That's, you just know a little bit more about me than you did the other day. Anyways, um, I don't necessarily understand why there is this, like, big disconnect from the, L- like, the POC LGBT community and then the, the straight. POC community, straight, like, the shape POC community. And like, I get it at times, but there are moments where I'm just like, this makes no black ass sense well, to me. Well, but you
1: know, the other thing is, it's not even, it doesn't make sense because there are so many people that, for lack of a better like they're hiding the secret, like you with mental yeah, health, like we yeah. all know that crazy uncle, but we're not going to call him exactly. that. We're just going to be like, oh yeah, that's Uncle Ray Ray. Exactly. And so you Your hear these people. uncle. Right. So you hear these people that are, like, the sugar in their tank or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you accepted them, but you won't put the name on it.
0: Exactly. Because it's you want to be... it's too real. It's right. Too real Same with I'm
1: mental conscious. health. Yeah. Or I all those my, things.
0: My my nerves are bad. Like, right. no, girl, you got anxiety. Please do And you're down. not
1: going to deal with it. Exactly. So, and, you know, just that whole idea of, even in any way in the artistry yeah. mix. Like, when I'm in the artistry mix, like, my family just assumes that I... Working nine to five in some corporate America job, yeah. and I'm like, where do you think I go yeah. all day?
0: Yeah, my like, friend, my friend, a- my friend Asia, who was also on the show, she is going through that at this moment. Yeah, um because her mom was like, you need to get a real job, and blah blah blah, and she's like, what do you think I actually do? Like, she's like, I have three of them, right? And that's where I am all day, like. I mean, me personally, like, yes, I don't have a stable nine-to-five, but I'm still moving around and shucking and jiving and doing things right. to even pay whatever I need to pay. for. Like, you know what right. I mean? And so for me, it's that
1: that middle class, like, you go to work, you come mm-hmm. home. How was work? Oh, work the mm-hmm. boss was. And if you're not
0: in that... Because we didn't have that years ago. Right. There wasn't that. So now that is the 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 that is the pentacle of the... I, I'm going to speak for Cleveland, but that's the pentacle of where you want to be in awe. Cleveland. And so but and you know people think that you know you can't live in mm-hmm. this place or that place or whatever because that's that's a lot. like you're you're overstretching your dreams like right. you can't live in Berea. you can not live in rocky river you're you overstretching. but if you want to exactly if you want to but they don't they don't look at it like that because that's not necessarily what why you want to go on the west side? Exactly. Why you want to be way exactly. over there? Like So now I find it, I see it a lot of the times in um, the LGBT POC community where it's no fats, no femmes, no yes. Asians. And then you see the African American people with a white partner. And then you're like, oh, well, you only like white guys, blah, blah, blah. Because you've made it unsafe right. for me to like my own kind. Right. Because you're, con- but like,
1: even within that, mm-hmm. like
0: the interracial dating, like it's been the longest
1: that black men with white women has been less acceptable than black women with a white man. Yeah. So it's just all kind of ridiculousness. It's, it's everywhere.
0: So cra- it's so it's so insane to me because in my own like community, I'm sitting that like I am a like five nine. Mm-hmm. Solid five nine, maybe six foot. Solid five nine, feminine, dark skin person. I am the bottom, and I'm also a bottom, but I am the uh, bottom. You need to know that. <laughs> I'm the bottom of the barrel when it comes to the gays in or the, the the community in Cleveland. If you look at any bars, all Caucasian. If you go on like certain apps, all black. Right. So like the mix of out and proud and I need to conceal my things right. are very different, very, literally very black and white. Absolutely. And I mean, I just, the amount of uncomfortable, the, the, the amount of tension and um, uh, uh, weird uncomfortable, uh, uncomfortable fog that's in the room whenever I meet someone who is a masculine man right who um, who also is a part of the lgbt spectrum or is down low or whatever like the amount of uncomfortability that my meet my presence just makes them yes is uncanny like i don't understand it <laughs> like you know it's it, it's 2019 yes people are gonna still have the, you know like they're oh you're fucking bag blah 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 like all these things right. but the amount of acceptance that's out there, for me, trumps it. Like, I came out when I was, like, 13. I mean, younger, but, like, when I was 13. Girl, back then, this wasn't... The stuff that we have, the buzz body positivity and all this other yeah, stuff now... Yeah, it didn't exist. Didn't exist back then. So, like, now more than ever is that time to be like, girl, I'm gay. Girl, right. I'm pan. Like... I don't under like I just And that, even still that like who
1: we applaud for being pan. Exactly. And then others like, Well you're just regular, so sorry. Exactly. You're not a celebrity pan. What's so the you're just...
0: what's the difference between pan and bi? Or what's right. the like but we don't have those people to like let us know what this means. We don't like i when I grew up like The reason why that like the black community was so scared or i feel like is so terrified of mental illness and stuff is because we can't see it it's not something that we can actually it's not an illness that is one common or two that we can see plus you don't want to admit you're vulnerable exactly exactly so when you so i had to do my own research and once i got that research on what these things were what prep was like all of these other like situations i was like oh girl, i'm good right i know exactly what's happening and so with that being said like i just had my top my my knowledge went up and my tolerance went down right because i end up at that moment had zero tolerance for any disrespect towards me because i already knew what i was doing with my life because now i have the information to proceed now there are other people out here who are black unfortunately that just don't want that information no because they are then they have scared. to deal with themselves exactly and so you know I feel like we obviously can't make it better in a day it's not gonna be good overnight um but what we can do is continue to teach even though it's not our job we're not getting paid for it right we could be sponsored. sponsor us um <laughs> we're not getting watch paid our for, web course or, on or, whatever
1: that might be well
0: <laughs> Um, but I, when everyone, when any person from the LGBT, like, or just any person, any black person in general has questions, I always take time out of my day to answer them as thoroughly as I can. Because the more information they know that is, and I'm not saying I have all the answers, but the correct information that I have, I can definitely pass on to someone else. And therefore they can give that, you know, in that little talk of whatever of like, girlfriend, guess what I'll learn today and blah, blah, blah that can be spewed to someone else and someone else and someone else. Um, The right things. The right things. And so, um, yeah, I think um, think that's it for today. So, let me just tell you,
1: that's how I became an ally. Yeah. Um, Like, I don't think I knew... Someone told you how
0: gay sex works? No. You know, I'm still getting no. messages and DMs from my first episode about, like... Are you? Yeah, it's people... That means people
1: are listening. I'm like, yay.
0: Yeah, but it's, <laughs> I, it's aggravating me because people are, like, You just laughing. said have yeah, people
1: ask the question.
0: People are laughing at me about <sighs> how I used to think that gay sucks uh, like Yes. <laughs> if you say it again, you're going to get more messages
1: because you're going to hear this episode. I'm going to stop so, talking. Yes. So, that's how I became kind of an ally. So, like, I knew a plethora, for whatever reason... I think I told you this. Black girl in CLE mm-hmm. was loved on by gay white men. Mm-hmm. And I ended up with this amazing, like, gay white men circle.
0: Yes. Ken Shack, hello.
1: Yes. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know any gay black men, mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't, I'm trying to go, like, through my friend list. The so works. they were putting on, they were working with Pride, the first time Pride and the CLE came. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, absolutely, I'll come support. Like, you guys are my friends. You know, you should come down. Sure, I'll come down. And... I was telling one of my former bloggers, I'm going, and she was like, why? And I'm like, anybody that goes through any kind of discrimination, you know, like I know what it feels like to be discriminated as a female, Mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to be discriminated as a black person, I don't ever want anybody to go through that. So, you know, knowing that the LGBT community, just only knowing that, not Mm -hmm. knowing all the different sex and parts and all that stuff- You know, I'm like, no one should be like that. At least I can be like, let me stand and say, like, I'm down. Right. And the person responded back, well, I don't don't know. And they tried to go all Bible on me. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Because we go to church together. But here is the problem. But I also know that you're doing all the other stuff that would be sin. Hello. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're shacking up. You're doing all these other things. You're wearing
0: pants. Right. You're using the internet.
1: Whatever that is. I mean, we go get drunk together we exactly. go do all these things but now coffee. all of a sudden you're like well I don't know what the bible says mm-hmm. and I'm like but the bible also says like don't cast the first stone like Hello. let's not be judged or whatever that is like I'm not judging you I, let right. that's, let God deal with that if that's, if that's a situation exactly but I'm not God and so from that I'm like no because even within that like you said the black community mm-hmm. how are you sitting there hanging with me with these friends the, the white friends ring. and then I'm like I'm gonna go down to pride and just like And I wasn't, like, marching in the parade. I just wanted to see what it was because I was invited Mm
0: because otherwise I'd have been
1: that person like, hi, I'd like to know, can I come? You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that person. And so, like, I just wanted to go see and write a story about, like, we went. Right. And, and, you know, to ask that question, like, do regular black girls go? And I wrote the piece. And you didn't want to come because you just thought, like, I don't know. Yeah. And then you go into that whole, like, Bible thing
0: and the whole, like, well, and that's where that's where the first trip is, down Bible Lane. Right. Um, and then if that doesn't work, then we spew science. And it's like, you can't have a baby, and you can't blah, blah, blah. But then where is that when we're talking about reproductive... You know what? Right. I'm, so- so, I'm sorry. I'm going off. So let's do some drag tips of the All day. right. So the drag tip of the day. Whoa. Feel free to
1: DM him more questions please. you have me. any.
0: Actually, you know what? DM me more questions, please. If you are listening to this, DM me questions. Um. you should listen. And, yes, hey. listen first. And
1: tell your friends and to listen. And tell your
0: friends to listen. Um, DM me questions, and then we'll do, like, a... I'll, I would like to do, like, we a and yes. yeah. a Yes! little Q&A about some things and some stuff. Any topic. No topic is off-limits, especially when it's serious? about my butthole. Um, do you hear what I say on this podcast? This is your limits. podcast. <laughs> Nothing is unlimited. I, I know you're going to um, drive that
1: crazy on the mic, though. I'm going to... So put that down.
0: Okay, I'm putting it down. Um. So Drag Tip of the Day is... uh. Uh, knowing your space. Be aware of your space um, and also be, I've said this before, but being aware of uh, who you surround yourself with in your professional life. Personal life, you can do whatever you want. Um, but you still got to be careful in your personal life. I mean, life. be careful, yes, but... You can do it with some in, toxic in folks your, it messes oh, up everything. Oh, honey. Um, but in your professional life, understand and know where you're putting your energy, your time, and your space. Um, understand that people cannot be in charge of your own time say that people cannot be in charge of your own time you are welcome Um, write that down honey that's
1: you but everybody else write that down
0: girl (laughs) you can hear it on your podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like just understand that um, because you are you are a person who delegates um, your own time your own knowingness and your own life and so if you cannot do that for yourself what makes you think that you're going to be successful when you have someone else running you um, because if they're not successful and they're running you, that's a problem. That's a big problem. A big old problem. Um, I'd rather have Beyonce running my life. Thank y'all. Even though I like her, but bouncy. Anyways, y'all can fight me about it. Y'all can um, throw these magical black hands. Song of the day. So my song of the day is, um, it's it's a throwback. It's a little throwback um, It's called Hit em Up Style by Blue yes. Control. <laughs> that is yes. one of my favorite songs. Fun fact that was going to be um, that was on like my first drag playlist that I made as it was like the second song on there and I would I had um, some uh, fat farm heels <laughs> had fat farm heels the fur inside okay. I had um, blue skinny jeans apple bottom jeans this with the fur yeah yes yes I had blue skinny jeans and I went out and I had like this crop top this fur crop top. Honey, I thought I was shit. <laughs> and I always wear hats, so I had, like, this first snapback. Girl. And where is that outfit now? It is in the garbage where it belongs. You oh, um, should do a throwback. If you... No, 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 no. Caramel review <laughs> no, 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 for no, 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 that no. to come out so we can all see it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I do have a picture of me at my first, like, Halloween where I was like, I'm going drag. Um, and I was kinda of cute. I looked okay. She was eye right looking. I mean I look good. Was
1: that Kimmy or was that just like my first Halloween and drag?
0: No, that was that was Kimmy. Ooh. It said Kimmy. I don't know what type of Kimmy that was, but that was Kimmy. <laughs> somewhere in there. But yeah, that's my uh. song of the day. Um, I'ma go. Uh like, subscribe, to, listen, listen to the other podcasts. Um, also, listen to the bonus podcast if you haven't yet. If you haven't yet, uh, that's always a fun ditty. Um, follow me on Instagram at Vogue Period Luk and on uh, Facebooks at Slay, Slay Period Dad Kimmy. <laughs> Slay, don't you'll hear that in a second. <laughs> you'll hear that in a second. It's so cute. I hope he hears this. You know, you can marry me. Um, Let's wrap this. Yeah, up. I love your faces. Oh, update. So, the door that I've been looking at for the past couple of episodes is, is now closed. closed. At the task force. It is course.
1: closed, yes. So, thank you to whoever listens to the show.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and
1: has said... Thank you for closing ...they it. were talking about us. <laughs> we're still watching the door, so make sure that you keep that door closed. Yeah,
0: because I'll be watching y'all.
1: Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yes.
0: Love your faces. Under Goodbye. The Bye. I know.